Emotional Regulation in Your Marriage, Episode 35. Welcome to the Awaken You podcast, where we break down relationship barriers by awakening your true you. I'm Coach Christine, and the two of us will be doing this work together because this process isn't about changing your partner. It's about discovering who you are so you can awaken you in your marriage. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. How are you this week? Before I dig in to why emotions are a big deal, for real, they are a big deal, I want to warn you that we are remodeling one of our bathrooms, the very last, I would say, bigger remodeling project in our home. And so there may be some pounding in the background, and please forgive me for that. This week on the podcast, we're talking about emotions. And some of you may be like, rolling your eyes, and Chris, why do you talk about emotions so much? And it's true, so much of what I talk about really distills down to looking at our emotions, how we are feeling in whatever circumstance we find ourselves in is important. And that's why I'm digging into why today. So if you search the word emotions or feelings in my blogs and in my podcasts on my website, you will not find one or two articles or episodes, but you are going to find over nine pages of different articles and episodes. In my Awaken You program, we spend several weeks talking specifically about emotions while Every week, the underlying work is about emotions. It may not seem apparent, but it is because any action that you take is driven, you know it, by how you feel and every thought you think makes you feel some sort of emotion in your body. In order to move forward from being stuck, you have to look at what emotions are causing you to stay where you are. Whether you know what those emotions are or not, you will only move so far forward when you are suppressing, ruminating, and avoiding your emotions. I know this from experience, from years of wondering why I keep thinking that I'm taking steps forward, but something pulls me back into the vortex of what I always got. So today, we're going to dig into why emotions are a big deal. And with that, I'm going to talk mostly about emotional regulation, what it is, why it's so important to understand and practice in your life and in your relationship with others. And in particular here, we look at that relationship with our partner. 
There are several articles and podcasts where I talk about emotions, almost all of them, but specifically about emotions. I link three different articles, two articles in one podcast. One is about how to feel your emotions. And that one is a great read. And you can actually listen to the audio if you don't want to read it. And then there is an article called Your Top Three Emotions and How They Reveal the Results in Your Life, a very interesting article with an audio attached. And then an episode about, oh, maybe 10 episodes back, episode 23, which I actually walk you through the process of how to process your emotions. That episode is one to bookmark so that you can use it on repeat. I I just this morning used the process of processing my emotions on something that happened last night and this morning in my marriage. And it totally helped me to let go of just really old patterns that I have habitually put in place in a way to protect myself. And once I was able to process the emotions, and then I did a couple cycles of tapping, I was totally embracing love, opening up my heart, and allowing other people to think how they want to be who they are, even if it maybe causes some pain for me and know that I am love, that I can embrace the love, I can give the love. So please check out those resources. Like I said, go to my website and the written version of the episode where you can find the links to those resources. To begin, let's talk about emotional regulation, and what it actually is. I'll start off with the definition of emotional regulation, and this definition is coming from Susan Johnson's book, Attachment Theory in Practice, which I will link in the show notes. When I talk about the regulation of emotion, it is this, the ability to access and attend to a range of emotions, to be able to clearly identify those emotions, to be able to modify them by either reducing them or amplifying them in oneself or another, and then use them to ascertain meaning as well as to guide our thinking in actions in a way that suits our priorities in each and every situation that we find ourselves in. Let me just go back a little bit. When I talk about modifying them by either reducing or amplifying, that is all around what that emotion is doing for us. So if it is an emotion that is creating joy or compassion, or some beautiful emotion, we want to learn how that came about so that we can open it up, like blow it up. And then reducing is when we're feeling those emotions of overwhelm, 
rejection, anxiety, anger. Being able to learn how to modify it so we can let it go, reduce it, at least in the beginning, and then start to let it go, not meaning that you're never going to feel those emotions because they are... Uh, they are there for a reason. They're there to tell you something, but to be able to feel the flicker of that emotion, recognize it as useful or unuseful, and then going forward. So that definition really helps to clearly see why those emotions are so important. First, within ourselves, because as we learn how to recognize them happening within us, we can start to decide if they are working for or against us. If we can see, like I said, that they're working for us, we can amp them up and create more of those positive results and then train our brain to repeat to rinse and repeat and do it again. So we're reprogramming that old program in our brain. And if we see that they are not working for us, we can work on dampening them, softening them so that we can reset our path with our thinking while being able to take different actions that do take us closer to our goals and our dreams. As a coach, I help my clients and you, my listeners, look at how you're feeling because this gives us so much information. We often think that we are at the effect of our emotions, but we are not. When we start to actually become aware of how we are feeling and then understand why, This is when we can start looking for other options. But until then, we have to do the work of figuring out what we are actually feeling in the moment to moment of our days. This is actually an exercise that I take my clients through for a week, if not more. I mean, this is a practice that I incorporate in quite often in my days. I just pause and ask myself how I'm feeling right now and why. What is the thought creating that feeling? It creates awareness and it helps me see where I am right now and like I said, blow it up or decide if it's not really serving me and if I want to change it and then practice the work of changing it so I can be more effective and create the results that I wanted in that day. And so what that exercise is, is really a week of taking three times out throughout the day. It's like a two minute break where you do exactly that. You pause. How am I feeling right now? And then describe that feeling. I create, I have a worksheet where they learn how to describe what they're feeling, what's going on in their body. And then it helps them to then figure out where that emotion is coming from. So I have them do the work of figuring out what thought they're thinking or thoughts that they're thinking that are creating that emotion. 
So the point of this whole episode is why are emotions a big deal? So let's answer that question. Lisa Feldman Barrett suggests that those who can put emotions into words are less likely to use negative self-regulatory strategies such as acting out with aggression, harmful actions to yourself, and excessive buffering activities like overeating and overdrinking. She also states that they also demonstrate less neural reactivity to rejection situations and generally suffer from less severe anxiety and depression. That, my friends, is why understanding and learning how to regulate your emotions is such a big deal. If you need to rewind it 15 seconds and re-listen. When we are able to specify our emotions, we create that awareness, the first step in creating change in our lives, right? That awareness is the first step to change, and it's the first step to opening up to receiving that love we are so desperately looking for. Once we have this awareness, we can start interrupting our current habitual cycle and pause to decide on purpose what we may want to do with this emotion as we also start to understand why it's there. Being able to interrupt our current autopilot cycle and consciously decide what we want to do with the said emotion allows us to start the process of effective problem solving. This problem solving comes first from that awareness, then reappraisal of the circumstance and what may have occurred in a previous situation so you can decide what forward steps best serve the life you are creating for yourself. And again, creating new pathways to the result that you want instead of that deep entrenched path that you have been traveling on over and over and over, kind of like that circle at the park where you keep seeing the same sights over and over, but you really wish that you could see something different, like the lake. Where's the lake? (laughs) When we don't know how to regulate our emotions or when we disengage from our emotions, we will often blame others for how we feel and for what we are perceiving as rejection. We will ruminate on the circumstance, catastrophize and blow it out of proportion, making ourselves feel inadequate and unworthy while thinking we are a failure. Poor emotional regulation will often have us feeling overwhelmed when interacting with our partner And overwhelm is an emotion that typically doesn't have us making decisions that move us forward. Poor emotional regulation also keeps us from knowing how to produce the results we want and will often have us withdrawing without solving the problem that created the emotion, thus storing it in our subconscious as another unresolved conflict, further embedding that old pattern, making it more familiar. Let's talk about how to start regulating your emotions. It starts first 
very first and foremost, with the desire to do so, to change how you are currently dealing with your life and your intimate relationship. It starts with believing that creating this change will help you start feeling better and bring awareness to your life, your circumstances, and your marriage. It requires that you become curious about what emotions you might be feeling in the different moments throughout your day. As I described in that first article that I linked called How to Feel Your Emotions. And that actually shares a good portion of the worksheet that I created for my clients. Then there is the podcast episode number 23 linked above titled How to Process Your Emotions, where I help you even if you don't know what emotion it is you are feeling, you don't know how to put a word on it. What you do is you go into your body and learning how to actually start to get in touch with what that emotion is doing inside your body, what that vibration feels like. In that episode, I teach you how to describe what the emotion feels like in your body, and that alone will give you an incredible amount of knowledge that creates that awareness that we talked about. Another practice that I love is to journal about circumstances in your life. Describe what happened, what was and is still going on in your mind, and make sure to write about both of those things that bring positive and negative emotions, not just the negative. Remember the amplify and quiet So we want to identify with the positive as well so we can amplify them. And then the negative to discover why they're there and quiet them if they're not useful. It has been proven that simply putting these feelings into words, which are usually the thoughts that created how you're feeling or how you're still feeling, that actually helps you to learn how to regulate your emotions through that awareness. Another technique I use with my clients is tapping. It helps them move through the emotions that they're feeling, not to try to chase them away, but to tell the truth about what they're feeling. And it often helps them lessen the strength of the emotion in their body. And it will often help them discover where this emotion originally manifested itself, why it's there. Meditation is another technique that helps you get out of your thoughts and into the present moment. And why that's so important is it helps alleviate ruminating thoughts and gets a clearer perspective on the circumstance, allowing you to better problem solve, right? So when you're able to get out of that thinking, logical mind, that logical mind that is desperately trying to figure out the solution and you are able to let go of all that old thinking, it allows you to open up to new possibilities by allowing your creative mind to engage. When you are constantly running the left brain, the logical brain, the creative brain doesn't even get a chance to engage. So when you can slow down the left side of your brain, it actually gives your creative brain a chance. And now even in the beginning, if you have been so much in your left brain, 
your creative brain is like, huh? Um, you want me to do something? But the more you do that, the more you light that flame on the creative side and quiet the logic brain, the more your creative brain is like, oh, yes, I get to work. Give me it. And you start to light up your creative brain, which offers you new solutions that you would never have come up with from that logical perspective, because the logical perspective is thinking from what it already knows. The creative brain is creative, right? So it is coming up with possibilities that might sound far-fetched to the logical brain, but are new, fresh ideas that open you up to possibilities. In Awaken You, we utilize all of these techniques along with several others based solely on what is happening for my client and how I think the different practices might complement and help the client to get that different perspective in the circumstance that they're navigating. All of this work gives them different angles and different tools to chip away at those stubborn, habitual thoughts that keep us from being able to regulate our emotions and move on to the problem solving. That's what I have for you this week, my friends. I loved this short and sweet episode because it is so integral, so important to the work that we do to improve our lives. And if you'd like to experience any of the modalities that I shared today, I want to welcome you and encourage you to book a free 30-minute coaching session. There's a link in the show notes on my website. So you go to my my uh, website, go to this week's episode at the end. There is a link to book a free session. Go book it. And what I will do in that session is I'll listen to you. I'll listen to what it is you're struggling with. And I will decide what modality, what technique might help you the most in that 30-minute session. And then I'm going to help you create some emotional space and clarity so you can start untangling, unraveling the closeness to whatever the problem is that you're dealing with and help you come up with your own new solutions. All right. It's been fun chatting with you again, and I would love to hear from you guys. Direct message me on Instagram or join my Facebook page. Comment on the post that um, that I put in there, and I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear what it is you might want me to speak to on the podcast in any of my future episodes. I would love to hear what has helped you the most, and I would love to just help you discover yourself, awaken your true you. All right. I love you all. Ciao, my friends. Thank you for listening to the Awaken You podcast. If you enjoyed listening, then you have to go check out Awaken You, my one-on-one coaching program where we take all of this material and we apply it to your life. We study it and we take it to your next level so that you can awaken you in your marriage. 
For any questions, comments, or coaching issues you'd like to hear on the podcast, please visit me on my website and together let's awaken you. 